Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series in the hospitality tabletop industry. Hosted by Dave Turner, Seat Yourself is 20 to 25 minutes of what's happening in the world of hospitality tabletop. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. This podcast was originally published on the week of September 9th, 2019, and runs for approximately 25 minutes. Hi, everyone, and welcome once again to Seat Yourself. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself. Seat Yourself is that 15 to 20 minute weekly podcast where you can get your fix on all things hospitality tabletop. And we do it all right from here, the Tabletop Journal Studios in beautiful downtown Baltimore, all on America's East Coast. And as you know by now, we've been busy working on a brand new second podcast called Every Other Thursday. And while we're busy at the moment with demos and finalizing formats and more, right now we're tremendously excited and looking forward to our target launch date of October 10th. And today, I want to tell you just a little bit more about our regular panelists who will be with us on Every Other Thursday. First up is longtime food service and hospitality expert, Greg Kirish. Greg has seemingly done it all from industry research and trends at Technomic to working for manufacturers in both the food and beverage side of the hospitality industry. Heck, Greg even did a stint working for the National Restaurant Show. Along with Greg, we'll have glassware expert Jay Alley with us to share his thoughts and opinions on what's going on in today's hospitality world. Never shy to offer his opinion, Jay brings decades of knowledge on sales, marketing, and distribution issues within the food service category. We'll be bringing you more from both of these talented and longtime industry experts as we go forward, but I am incredibly excited to have both Jay and Greg along for the ride on the new Every Other Thursday podcast. Oh, and down the road, we just may sneak a guest in or two on you as well. So be forewarned, get yourself ready. Our new podcast called Every Other Thursday is not very far away. Launch date set for October 10th. And now for today's episode of Seat Yourself, of course, we have our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment and where we have the very talented Shannon Talon from Edredon and Company. And in today's episode, Shannon is back once again with her take on the topic that I get the most questions on. What makes a great vendor to Edredon? And whether you're talking about doing business with Edredon or any of the other great dealers in our industry, or even if you're located outside of the U.S., I think you'll still find Shannon's comments helpful and more importantly, relevant. And of course, they'll always be straightforward and unvarnished. It's all here on Seat Yourself. So with that, let's get this week's episode started. And as everybody knows by now, at Seat Yourself, we always start with our stat of the week. And this week's stat of the week is 22%. That's the percentage of American employees, only 22%, that feel strongly that the leadership of their organization has a clear direction for their group. And this is all according to the Gallup polling and research people. But hold on, it gets even a bit more disappointing because only 15% of employees feel that the leadership of their organization makes them enthusiastic about the future of their group. And here's perhaps the reason for the first two low figures only 13% of those employees feel that the leadership of their organization communicates effectively within the rest of their group. All this is according to Gallup in their recent State of the American Workplace report. Wow. So, to us, this is a huge call to action. 
Leaders can no longer lead as they once were able to, waiting for millennials to get older and start behaving like baby boomers. This just isn't going to happen. I don't believe we'll ever really go back to an era where employees would just blindly follow without questioning the direction and the beliefs of the organizations that they align themselves with. Today, leaders must define their vision clearly, and then they must communicate that vision so that it's clearly understood by all who leaders are wanting to follow them. Today's employees are smarter than ever before. They have more information at their fingertips and are more mobile than any generation that has come before them. And many of those same attributes that we assign to today's hospitality tabletop buyers also apply to an organization's employees as well. From this viewpoint, I believe that employees want to believe in the mission, that they want to trust in the organization that they've signed on to work for and align themselves with. So leaders, have you clearly defined the direction for your organization? Have you communicated that direction clearly throughout the group, whole entire group in the, in the entire organization from top to bottom? And finally, have you worked hard to ensure that your employees are enthusiastic and optimistic about the organization's future? Because according to Gallup, only 22% of American employees feel strongly that this is the case in the organizations that they work for. And that's our stat of the week, 22%. And in our first news story of the week, it's no secret that there's been a tremendous amount of attention within the tabletop and buffet categories in recent years towards banqueting, catering overall, and especially towards the business meeting sector. And the great news is, all this attention continues to be very warranted. And here's why. IAC, the International Association of Conference Centers, has recently put out their Meeting Room of the Future report. And in the report, IAC found that three critical areas continue to drive decision-making when it comes to business conferences. Number one, younger and younger generations are playing larger roles in business conferences as both delegates and as meeting planners. Number two, planners are continuously required to do more with less. Budgets for business meetings have generally remained flat, while at the same time, the demand for unique experiences has increased dramatically. And number three, now here's the really important one, so you want to pay attention. The demand for enhanced food and beverage offerings is at an all-time high. And here's where great tabletop and buffet work can really come into play. Oh, and in case you were wondering, a hotel's food and beverage offerings are the third biggest factor when meeting planners are determining site selections for their upcoming meetings. The first determinant is location. The second is price. And then comes food and beverage, which is a huge driver when selecting where meetings are held. Now, back to how tableware and buffetware can help enhance the food and beverage offering and meet the demands of business conference decision makers. When meeting with the conference centers or business banquet location to discuss tabletop or buffetware needs, consider how our category products help address the needs that current meeting planners say they're looking for. IAC offers up the following as the priorities that today's planners have. Number one is meeting individual dietary needs. Business planners want to be able to accommodate allergies and personal eating plans or just individual preferences as a whole. Number two, in their desire to have unique food experiences, food and beverage experiences, Meeting planners say they want to have local food offerings and that are seasonally appropriate. They want to localize the experience while they're having the meeting at your conference center or banquet location. Number three, 
like everybody these days, they want to be mindful of food waste. They won't, don't want to be throwing, seen as throwing away a lot of food. Number four, and this is an interesting one, they want the food and beverage offering to be creative in the presentation of the food and beverage themselves. And number five, they want to be flexible in setting the menus, not be rigid with a three meal a day. It's, it's grazing and it, it's flexibility that they're looking for, both in the menu types and the times of day and the locations that they're being served. And these are the challenges that today's meeting planners say they face most often. So creative suppliers of tabletop and buffetware need to understand these priorities and then tailor their presentations to how the products that they have help offer the conference venue operators and meeting planners overcome those challenges. Along with the IAC report, we came across a great real-world article by Michelle Polchi. Some of you may know Michelle. She is the Director of Catering Sales for Caesars Entertainment in Las Vegas, and therefore she oversees the sales efforts for all the catered events held across 1 million square feet of banquet and event space in eight Las Vegas properties. Michelle's article was in meetings today, and we'll be posting a summary on Tabletop Journal, and we'll be linking to the original story. And in her article, Michelle Pochi gives 10 crucial F&B trends for meetings. They're all very insightful, but one really caught my eye. Michelle points out that today's meeting planners are taking note and trying to do their part in conservation and sustainability. And this translates to meeting planners seeking venues where their F&B serving pieces are either reusable or natural. So, permanent dinnerware and reusable serving pieces are definitely on trend. And those of us seeking to work with conference centers and banqueting operators, we need to point that out to decision makers for those types of venues. And again, we'll be posting Michelle Poche's story, 10 Crucial Meetings F&B Trends, up in the industry news section of Tabletop Journal. You can find it there. And now, in a story that I didn't think we'd ever, ever do on Seat Yourself, I know the end must be near now for sure. As if the growth in off-premise dining wasn't bad enough, or that convenience stores serving booze and gas stations selling sushi like they have been for some time now aren't signals that the apocalypse is right around the corner, now there's something called the new Kentucky Fried Miracle. At least that's what it's being called. I really don't know where to go with this, other than it's just wrong, I sort of understand the quest for plant-based foods, and yes, I realize the IPO for Beyond Meat has gone stratospheric in its price. But aren't things, some things anyway, at least sacred? KFC now offering plant-based fried chicken and selling out within hours at their test store in Atlanta. Come on, folks. Kentucky Fried Miracle? Really? I can't wait for our new podcast every other Thursday premiering October 10th. This is exactly the kind of industry nonsense we'll be hashing out in our roundtable discussion segment. And Jay Alley, you better bring your A-game on this one, my friend. This newest Kentucky Fried Chicken item is uh, it's crazy. And heck, I understand even Dunkin' Donuts has gone through, gone all in on this Beyond Meat craze with this Beyond Sausage. But to me, this sounds much more like Beyond Reality. And Greg Kirsch, our other colleague on the new Every Other Thursday Roundtable, you're the hospitality food guy in our group. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this one. Kentucky Fried Miracle, really? The apocalypse is definitely getting closer. October 10th, every other Thursday. Make sure you check us out. This subject and others are going to be front and center in our roundtable discussion segments. And in company news this week, 
We're once again truly excited to talk about one of the more philanthropic companies in the hospitality tabletop world, and that company is Our Cardinal. Our Cardinal has recently announced its fifth year of partnering with the National Breast Cancer Foundation by inviting customers to join the fight against breast cancer and to drink pink. Once again this year, to help support the fight against breast cancer, Our Cardinal will be offering its signature Hope wine glass from the Sequence Collection. And of course, the Sequence Collection is made from Our Cardinal's high-performance, lead-free crystalline material, Krista. Krista is the material that offers superior strength, complete transparency, long-lasting brilliance, and even perfect acoustics. So here's how you can join Our Cardinal in the fight. With each Hope glass that's sold from September 1st through December 31st of this year, 2019, a donation will be made to the National Breast Cancer Foundation by Our Cardinal. According to Alexander Bollinger, president of Our Cardinal, we are very proud to continue our partnership with the National Breast Cancer Foundation. We aim to raise awareness about breast cancer while providing hope and strength to those who fight against it. I drink pink to support those affected by breast cancer and to support in finding a cure. To find out how you can help drink pink in the support for the fight, contact your local R Cardinal representative today or reach out to Heidi Lineweaver. She's, you can reach her at Heidi.lineweaver at arc-international.com. Or I'm sure you can find out all the information you need on the Drink Pink promotion on their website, cardinalfoodservice.com. Drink Pink. Here's your chance to buy a great wine glass and do some real good by supporting the National Breast Cancer Foundation while you're at it. Well done, Art Cardinal, once again. And in other company news, the Italian company Mepra has now introduced a new collection of cutlery and tableware inspired by the lines and shapes made popular during the time of the baby boomers. So the question now is, is it possible to dive back into the past simply by recalling the lines and the shapes that were in fashion during a particular period? Well, According to the team at Mepra, the simple answer is yes. Mepra is a company based in the Brescia region of Italy, and Mepra has been producing steel flatware and tableware for over 70 years. And now, the company has chosen to reintroduce the range that represented a huge success during the years of the so-called economic boom of the 50s. Welcome to their newest range called Original Vintage. Talk about retro. A very retro and stylish celebration starts from its initial presentation. The original vintage collection catalog even reuses the communication materials that were produced during the first decade after the Second World War. And on the cover, the Mepro logo is headed by an elephant, which was used then to symbolize the steel's guaranteed strength and lifespan. The catalog itself, in addition to the product shot, also includes original recipes aimed at adding value to Mepro's tableware and cookware. And from there, the collection goes on to complete cutlery sets, which even have a knife, a soft cheese, and a soft drink spoon. There's even classic hors d'oeuvre plates from coasters and large serving trays and ice buckets to carafes. And of course, everything is rigorously made in 1810 stainless steel. Now, for those of you who may not be so familiar with MEPRA, since 1947, Mepra's mission has been to manufacture flatware and other stainless steel articles for the best restaurants and best shops in the world, all while utilizing the best materials with the highest attention to the finish. Mepra, the perfect marriage between the taste for design and the quest for highest quality and the flavor of Italian cuisine and tabletop. 
MEPRA has an incredible overall tabletop collection, and their finishes are some of the best in our business. You can check them all out at their website, MEPRA.com. That's M-E-P-R-A.com. Now 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Don and Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon talks about what makes a great vendor for Edward Don and Company. Okay, we're back here with Shannon Talon from Edward Don and Company. She's the category manager for tabletop and buffetware. And the question for Shannon today is, Shannon, what makes a great vendor to the Edward Don and Company? So I always say that it comes down to, at a high level, three things. It comes down to the three Ps, uh, product, price, and, and people. The product, it has to be, I think a supplier has to have a good quality product for the price, that second P. It not only has to be a good product and durable for the application, it's got to be available. Uh, product availability on the supply chain side is critically important. If a customer falls in love with a product and can't get it, nothing is more disappointing and not only poorly reflects on the supplier, but also can poorly reflect on the distributor. Uh, so that's that's ultimately very critical. I mentioned the second P being price. The price has to, to match the quality and the durability of, of the product. Um, so that's a little bit of a no-brainer. And the third, I think, is the X factor, the people. Uh, Edward Don's a national distributor. So when we work with a supplier partner, they've got to be able to support us nationally. Uh, they've got to have enough representation to, if we've got a rep in the Pacific Northwest all the way down to the tip of Florida and everywhere in between, uh, we need to be able to have that, that support and that coverage. Along with that element of it, uh, the people have to have to be quality themselves. They have to be responsive. It might not always be the response you want, but I'd rather have somebody tell me, hey, here's the bad news, but here's what we're going to do to fix it. Um, so all the elements that come, around, come along with being a good, a good rep, a good sales rep, a good sales manager uh, is what we really look for uh, in our partners. Wow. People really make the difference, don't they? They absolutely do in every aspect of life, not just tabletop. <laughs> Now here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave discusses the importance of trust in hiring and retaining top talent. In this week's commentary, I want to come back to a subject that we've discussed before here at Seat Yourself, and that is the issue of trust. But today, I want to focus and talk specifically on trust when it comes to attracting and hiring, and of course, the retention of the very top talent that every company strives to have in order to achieve success. In today's ever-changing business landscape, trust in organizations is absolutely critical to being able to attract and retain the very best talent at all levels. With trust as a major component to its inner character, an organization's reputation and industry standing is critical to attracting the best and the brightest in virtually any industry. And remember, the building of trust begins long before the job is even posted, when potential candidates first become aware of your brand or your company. And when the opening is posted and the search begins, organizations must be completely transparent and honest in their expectations of the candidates and what the candidates can expect from the organization. And once the process begins, integrity and honesty in the interview phase of the recruitment process further builds upon the initial levels of trust. And once the offer has been made and the decision to join has been made, the onboarding process needs to continue the consistent trusting approach that has already been established. Keep in mind that in today's environment of the lowest unemployment figures in over 50 years, leverage has swung significantly in favor of the talented employee. In addition, recent studies show most people who leave jobs decide to leave within the first year, 
And at any given time, 25% of an organization's people are looking to leave within the next 12 months. Organizations often underestimate the costs of turnover, not fully accounting for the workplace disruption, the threats of an ongoing productivity, and the additional time and money that they'll need to invest in searching and onboarding the replacement talent. When it comes to retention, trust increases loyalty and the willingness to stay with the company. Another recent study of over 1,200 working-age adults showed that 23% said they would offer more ideas and solutions, and 21% reported that they'd be willing to work longer hours if only they trusted their leaders. That same study indicated that fully one-third of those employees would be likely, more likely to stay with their current organizations if the company's leaders did a better job of keeping their promises. And finally, 28% stated they'd be more likely to stay if more transparency existed within their organizations. In the coming weeks, you'll hear more about the many levels in an organization where trust plays such a critical role, not only in recruitment and retainment of top talent, but throughout the entire organization. We'll also be discussing tips on how to tell if trust is lacking in your organization. And if it is, we'll give you tips on reinstilling that trust back into your team. But for now, understand that more and more, it's not the products in our category that make the difference, it's the people and the cultures. More and more, buyers are looking for companies and people that they can trust when making their buying decisions. After all, the old axiom is true. People still buy from people they trust. And it all starts with attracting and hiring and retaining top talent. Trust. More and more, that's what differentiates successful companies. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Seat Yourself. And as always, I want to thank the Rockstar Category Manager, Shannon Talent, for joining us today. And of course, I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in as well. And finally, I want to make a special thanks to the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring in part this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And remember to be sure to check out their most recent tabletop advisor. You can download it from their website, www. Dot don dot com. Just go to the homepage and scroll down to the publication section. We'll see you next time, but always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com. <laughs>